Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 241 of the After Lodge podcast. Uh, I guess we should start dating these episodes. Say, are you as, concerned uh, you might have to start dubbing over the number episode numbers with different numbers, or are you, are you still pretty sure of those of those numbers? No, I'm I'm sure of them. Um, I I've had some time since we've all been uh, locked down on on the quarantine. To uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. So uh, this is After Lodge Harlan broadcasting from my uh, sheltered in place. Uh, disaster bunker basement area uh, with my hordes of toilet paper and my only two surviving friends, worshipless producer Bruce. Corona. And uh, Sir John. A plague to you all. Who uh, neglected to tell us that uh, induction into the Grand Commandery grants you an immunity to coronaviruses of all kinds. And... Uh, Maybe, yeah, that's just, just, maybe that's just his true faith, Harlan. The, the, see, I, I will hang that on my collar and not my uniform. How's that? However, the, the trade-off is you get you have to, instead of dealing with coronavirus, you deal with a lot of um, human hemorrhoids. Yeah, sphincter issues. That, that, that tends to make sense. Scotty! Oh, and uh, Scotty from the block. Scotty from the show! Coming Who's to you from friends. underground bunker. It's already um, been done. Har- Harlan just used that like 30 seconds yeah. ago, dude. Yeah. Well, mine's the real one. I probably have more guns. <laughs> you, so, he's, uh, so you know, he's true, got a point. There's like a thing about diminishing returns. Right. Like, like you only like have two you, hands. You can That's have 50 true. guns and I can have one and it's still like an even contest i'm like yeah. reaper i just drop them and then just pick up a new set yeah see this is this is like me right now i have two motorcycles both are in the they're they're in storage and i'm not gonna be able to see them until our quarantine lifts so i got at least 15 days grumble grumble but admittedly i have two bikes and one ass how it yeah it's just math well see it's you got your business bike and you got your uh your fun bike rifle and gun this is for fighting this is for fun see that's, you know, that's not I what that means. Yeah, but I can't what? argue with the logic. <laughs> you go back and watch that movie again. No, I know. I was just being goofy. Um, as they said in Animal House, he's on a roll. Leave him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Uh, no, it's so good. Here we are on day, uh, I guess this is day 12. 73 of at least. Particular quarantine. Um, I'd like to point out the last time we had anybody, we recorded, we had a. Uh, uh, Marginally irregular Mason on the show, and and this is what happened. 
Yeah. Just kidding, Father Tony. Please don't, don't, please don't kick me out of the church. I was, I was thinking about the uh, the the memes going around with the uh, with Bobby Boucher's mom talking about everything was fine. See, so y'all made them brim stand up. He let the devil in. Uh, so this is what we do now. We uh, we hang out in our houses um, now, and this is what we talking about. Shared all I ever wanted in life was an excuse to have to stay at home, and now it's it's like my own personal hell. I'm outside every day where I don't want to be, and nobody else is out there. It's like an apocalypse. I'm I'm delivering all this stuff to nothingness and nobody, and it's just me outside. Yeah, but you're helping spread the wealth, Bruce. I want to be pointing over. I want to spread anything. Point over to my stack of mail uh, in like four different piles with sticky notes with a date on the top because we covered the mail and then don't touch it for like four days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how I avoid my bills too. So I I I got a so I ordered I I started putting a kit together so I could distill my own water for my. I have a CPAP and I want to just distill my own water because while well, morons cleaned out the shelves of all the distilled water. Thanks. So I ordered a bunch of stuff, you know, some of it through Amazon and one thing, the tea kettle through eBay, because I found a big one for cheap. I literally get it. I pop open the top. I look at the writing on the top of the box. that's in the box, like the actual manufacturer's box. And it's all written in. It's not kanji. Cause I can kind of read kanji but it's either in Korean or Chinese. So immediately my mind goes, huh, it's an all steel kettle. I have a box that's questionable. So I brought it out to my driveway and I hit it with a propane torch and just burn the box off of it and then wash the kettle. (laughs) Nice. Ain't nothing living through that. If it looked like kanji and you didn't recognize it, then it was Chinese. Yes. Um, I don't actually read any kanji or Chinese or Korean, but I can tell the difference. So it it wasn't Korean because Korean. Yeah. Korean has that space age techie look to it. It's it's like alien writing. Visually like overstimulating printed language. It's super groovy. Um, But yeah, I used to understand some Japanese, but I'm like, that doesn't, I don't mm, no. All I can do is count. Japanese. I can't. I don't know how to read it. I don't know what that shit means. I know some words. I know Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. I think Japanese is the only language I don't know how to swear in out mm. of the languages I've studied. Because that's usually the first thing I figure out. Oh. Where's the drink? Where's the bathroom? And F you. Those are like the, my primary functions when I learn a language. Do you learn where's the drink before where's the bathroom? Well, well yeah. yeah. I you mean that makes first. sense. That's <laughs> a chicken egg situation. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it, this week it steps. It's a problem. I, I always learn the exits first, John. This week in uh, in language Amateur. studies, um, <laughs> I was working to you know since I've got ample time. I actually had time to work on the master craftsman program that I've been putting off. Oh. Um, get to some of these back ported shows, which I said we talk about and now I'm going to dodge, but I've actually got most of them edited. It's the getting them posted part that I'm struggling with because my internet service was meant for me to work 
um, and not for two children, a wife, and myself to all stream videos and me also work. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. You got the slow shit. Yeah, so <laughs> it's better now. Uh, I finally had to cave and get that fixed. And then, but I also have been spending more time on my language studies than usual and conversing with folks. And this week I learned that, uh, so in Hebrew, the verb to know, there's two of them. So in English, you would say, like, I know something, like like a fact or a subject. But you would also say, like, you know, I know, somebody would be like Nashville. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know Nashville. And they're all the time. And so in Hebrew, those are two different words. And one of them is kind of generic for inanimate things. The other one is the one that you use when you're talking about, like, proper nouns. So I guess a better way to say it would be, like, I'm familiar with somebody. Um so when you would say Nashville, you would be like, oh, yeah, I know Nashville or I'm familiar with Nashville. I've been there. And so when you talk about people, that's what you would say. Well, I was advised this week, somehow only now in my life, that when you say that about a person, it means that you know them in the <laughs> biblical sense, which, of course, it does. <laughs> How did you not see that coming? Well, I did. Right. I did. When, when, that when was the first thing any I thought language of. was going to have that distinction. So, bingo. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I've been messing this up for a very long time. Awkward. Very long time. <laughs> and so, when you tell somebody that you know the rabbi, uh, and I then know they the rabbi. Giggle. Pardon me. <laughs> yes, and then they giggle. <laughs> I understand why that's funny now, and it's not that he's a funny guy. So, um. Are rabbis genuinely funny? Like I've never been to a yes, synagogue. Most of them are are I think a sense of humor kind of comes with the role of being clergy in most faiths. Well, I've got I've got um, two examples of a rabbi. The rabbi from Robin Hood Men in Tights and the rabbi from Keeping the Faith Ben Stiller. So, that's all I got. Uh, both of which yeah, okay. are comedy flicks. Sure so, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, well, I just assumed that they were caricatures of what they are. One of which who specifically was written by a Jewish guy who is the funniest guy in the world. Yeah. True. No, comedy is a uh, is, is an inherent thing. There, uh, Yes. You'll have a hard time finding a rabbi who does not have a sense of humor because you're just not going to last very long. Um, I mean, think about the parishioners that you have to deal with. You need a sense yeah. of humor. Yeah, I'm a recovering Catholic. If you're looking for humorless uh, priests, yeah, the Vatican chock full of them. That's full that's of John's funny guys. Thing. Full of funny guys. Yeah. Uh, no, I genuinely, I genuinely didn't know. I wasn't. I'm just saying. I didn't know. I was just going to say, speaking of Jewish comedy, Harlan, you've been watching this Hunters show on Amazon. So, my wife, wait, Hunters? No, the, that's the uh, that's the 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 oh, El Pacino. I'm for it. Yes, and it's it's the oh, it's Pacino. I thought that was Dustin Hoffman from the pictures. No, Pacino plays oh. the leader of this secret yeah. Jewish group who kills Nazis. They're all hiding out in America. I'd, I'd heard that it was very, uh, very Tarantino esque. I mean, it's um, a little gruesome, but it's. I was joking yeah. when I when I said it was a comedy. It's definitely not a comedy, but it's it's, yeah. it's a pretty oh. good show. Like you should check it out. You would like it. 
I had I had thought it was more like along the Inglorious Bastards line, so mm. that's a good one. I mean, it's a bad, it's a maybe jewel. it's it's a little bit serious, but it's a little bit funny. Anyway, so I missed any kind of did I miss any kind of actual Masonic conversation before I got in here because Do you know where you are. The show literally thirty seconds before you got on. Oh, it's no, cool. Yeah. We we just started recording. Bruce and I bullshit a little bit before Harlan showed up, and I basically did the whole "Hey, get the fucking light out" because I got a bunch of. Whoop! There's a sensor. Uh, so because I got a bunch of. So I was telling Bruce I hopped out on my back porch last night to have a quick drag Scott off the will, e cig. Scott will like this idea. Yeah. Okay. So I it, it it turned out pretty well. I mean, thankfully nobody's on there now. So I hop out on my porch to take a pull off the e cig. All of a sudden, my phone buzzes. I just happen to have free time. I look down and it's a, a video call from Facebook. Now, first back, I never answer them because usually it's somebody who fat fingered whatever. And okay, fine. Yeah. Usually but it's, it, it's another brother, a guy who, who I know well, he's a uh, night Templar. He's on my, he's in my uh, widow son's chapter. And I happen to hit answer. And then all of a sudden I've got a screen on my phone full of eight people that are either hammered or stoned out of their gourds. It's all brothers that did a quick video chat for the nine o'clock toast. Oh, yeah. And, which was fun, but then everybody's like, oh, we got to move this over to Google Hangouts because, you know, blah, 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 which ended up being just a, not a train wreck, but it was it was trying to hard to get everybody cobbled over that direction. Mm-hmm. So this morning I have, and I'm recording off my iPad now because my laptop that I usually use now is now a dedicated Jitsi server for Masons in the, the south southern area of the Twin Cities area that have been bopping in and out of there all day so they can hang out and bullshit um, while we're all kind of in a quasi lockdown. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going, they all hopped off now because they're all uh, a bunch of them are threaded into the YouTube channel right now watching us. Um, So yes, I bring, not only do I bring guests, I bring listeners. Suck it. (laughs) Oh, so there's someone watching us live right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, we're gonna get in trouble. So, and mentally, I do have to give two shout outs. Shout out to my widow sons chapter, Aaron and those boys. But I also hopped on to. Uh, I never, I mentally, I never listen to hardly any other Masonic podcast. I should, but I don't. I don't have that kind of time. But for one reason or another, last night I happened to catch about twenty minutes of the. Uh, I'm gonna plug them a little bit, but the Historical Light podcast, yeah. and they were recording. And I happened to send him a quick message, and I shared it on our Slack channel of, you know, hey, keep up the good work, you know, coming from a jock from After Lodge. And they said, you know, they they responded back saying, hey, we like what you do. They said the best, they like the format that the best stuff happens after Lodge. So we got the guys from Historical Light that apparently hook on and listen to us. So I just wanted to give them a thumbs up and say, hey, mutual love back. So Great. Yes. Uh, we are also known as the After Lockdown Podcast now, since there is no more Lodge. That Yeah, fair enough. Virtual Lodge. I've, I've been getting like super itchy. This is the longest I've been without being to Lodge ever. Um, yeah. I've got guys that are like messaging on our mass text chains like, are we going to get together for our practice? Thing we call are I'm, you freaking retarded are we gonna do are we getting together for that i'm like well um i'm not um 
my wife works for a hospital and I could be exposed right. and not know it. Yep. So my grandmother, both grandmothers just got out of the hospital, one with chemo and the other one with, um, she had a failing kidney and they put a stent in it and saved it. So, um, uh, just got out of the hospital. So they're both, you know, I can't see them. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, and, well, and if my... hell, if, if Harold, the current Harold, the surviving one that does all the degree work in our state and area, at least, um, if he goes, we're in some deep shit. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about that. My boy's been going nuts because he hasn't been able to see his grandmother, his great grandmother, I guess. Um, and it's the same thing. And then she'd been super sick and then had this awful cough and then was having trouble breathing. And then, uh, she's also like 82 and Oof. we had just seen her. She finally got tested and, uh, no, it turns out she's got like a bacterial infection thing, which is easy to treatable up and better than the other problems. Well, I mean, my, um, <laughs> I was just telling—I was just telling Bruce, my nephew, the guy who just got yeah. raised a handful of months ago, he's got it, and his his girlfriend's a nurse. She's just coming off the back end of it, um, but yeah, he's he's in his one bedroom apartment now, just going completely stir nuts. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Bruce said, like I'm, I've, yeah, I've been treated. Well, the way I understand it, we all got it. Yeah, it's kind of like Walking Dead uh, into season two. Spoilers. I mean, I've I've not seen it, so oh, yeah, I, I, so help me out on that one. So basically, the, it's zombie apocalypse, and they all think that they can. You have to be bitten or scratched in order to be infected. But if you die in that world, you come back as a zombie, no matter what. Hmm. You just change faster. As everybody's already infected. Yeah, everybody's already infected. Yeah, so it's like modern day, but instead of eating brains, we're wandering around trying to get toilet paper. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was is that we were almost out of toilet paper before yeah. all this happened. Admittedly, that's why I just bought a bidet for my toilet. No, we uh... no, bidets are like exploding right now. I've seen four so, or five yeah. ads. I Dude, I wish I would have bought stock. Two or three days. Mine's showing up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not joking. We were. Uh, I had 50 bucks. I'm like, I'll try it. I think Harlan's lagging here, folks. Yeah, I mean, he said he got his internet fixed, but uh, oh, am I? He stopped downloading. My wife must. Well, I, we can hear you now. My wife must be watching the Tiger King again. Is that good? Oh, weird. Wow, he's really lagging in voice. Yeah. No, the vo- I'm getting the voice good. I'm just he's just a freeze frame. I mean, Is I got really a I got a great I got a great picture of him looking confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm here like yeah, uh huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just him. All right, I'm tired of you guys messing with me. We're not messing. I'm <laughs> I think not my messing. wife is watching Tiger King again. So. Mm. Yeah, the stuff is out, out here is wild, and everybody, you know, like I've caught I caught some crap from my parents when I told them I said that the um, National Guard was going to be called in soon, and everything that I said a month ago that was going to happen up to this point has happened, and um, 
it's just one of those things with like these sorts of events that if you do too much too soon, you're seen as a crazy person. If you do too little or do whatever after it happens, it's seen as too little. So it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't in these situations. Yeah. So. I was say our our uh, governor just put out the emergency order Wednesday, I think, shutting y'all down. Uh, yeah, Friday. So like Let's Friday night, midnight. State. State's gonna close, guys. Hey, nobody's missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> was open before. Think well, of how quick I, the moose will, will multiply when see, nobody's on the streets. Well, I'm jaded because if we close the state, if we close down the state, what it does is we can effectively tell Wisconsin to stay over there, and I'm okay with that. We um, we, we feel the same way with our most northern state that connects us with a bridge. Uh yeah no I concur I've 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 just flown over that state I think I drove through there once and I don't think I stopped my wife and I play a little game of don't die there <laughs> <laughs> we make it back over here and we're like we win <laughs> the reaper may take me <laughs> I can now die Easy. happy my children were born there yeah well nobody's perfect yeah I'm not happy about it but the, the, I know. the kind of Medieval witchcraft birthing mechanisms that my wife wanted to use are uh, not allowed in civilized lands, so we had to <laughs> make amends. Did you have to fast uh, the witch doctor had to meet him at the border. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a legit a bathtub birth, like a dolphin? No, it was just the like non-intervention birth, which is like a thing here now with midwives and such instead of doctors. We have that here now, but when my kids were born, we didn't. Midwifery was still illegal, uh, so we had to go across the river because my wife's a nurse and a scientist and all those things, and yeah. also uh, she was taking the, which is apparently normal in the rest of the world, not here, where she didn't want to go to a hospital like because you're not sick. There, there's nothing wrong with you when you're pregnant. Like That's not a thing that needs treatment and doctors and interventions it's normal so um she did it uh both times all three times in fact um and so yeah i commend her gonna, bravery if we're gonna share birthing stories i gotta share a little levity because ours was different um we did ours in a hospital my wife like when she was meeting with her OBGYN very early on said she said okay put it in my orders I want an IUD. I mean, she was like, put a plane block in, do all this, do all this. But one of the funny parts is, out. oh, no, she, yeah, she was just like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. <laughs> okay, great. So it was in there. Like we rolled in and it was like, here's your bed. Hang on. Whack. I mean, it was, <laughs> there was no delay, but one of the funny parts and the guys that are hopefully listening and, and the guys that know me from this, so my wife was a Shriners Hospital kid. She's a uh, left leg below the knee amputee since she was about three days old. So she's got a prosthetic leg from there down. So they, you get everything up in the stirrups, you know, getting ready to, you know, fire out the little, little old man dipped in 48 oil that ends up being the baby. The nurse is sitting there and she's holding her left leg and it happened three times, not just once, once big, but two other times beyond that. She's sitting there holding her leg and she's like, all right, push. 
and my wife pushes, and at the same time, this poor nurse hits the release on her leg from her mount, and all of a sudden, this nurse does a quick 360, and she's standing there going, and she's holding the bottom half of a leg. Huh. And my wife is like pushing, pushing, stops, goes, can you put that back on real quick? Thanks. <laughs> and goes right back to me. Jeez. no big deal. No, it, just, it was just like, yeah, can you put my foot back on, please? That'd be great. I mean, not and, for nothing, but why not just wait till after? Because, I mean, there's a chance it might come off again, right? Well, it did twice more because she kept hitting the release. See, she should just wait it. At least she was sedated. Like, if if it was in my context, I would have wanted it off because there was a high likelihood that my wife would take it off and beat me with it because she. <laughs> oh no, that you know that classic that like you mind, did which... this to me, you son of a bitch. Like that. That's a right, thing. Which, that's why I was on the other side of the bed where the meaty leg was, yeah. and not the the iron leg to oh, which would be clubbed with. <laughs> yeah, because that's the other thing with this traditional birthing thing that we did is that uh, dad is not sitting in the waiting room passing out cigars. Uh, dad is very much involved, whether he wants to be or not. And uh, yeah, I was there, saw things. Oh, uh, dude, you never, you never look at the bag, guys. No, the, you the, never the, look at the bag. My my best friend from high school, and he's been a long a long time friend. I told him we were pregnant and he says, and God damn the man for saying this to this day he says, that's awesome. Whatever you do, don't look down. That's all he yep. told me. That's all <laughs> he said. What do I do? That thought goes through my head. What do I do? I look down. I mean, no, 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 no. So I did learn some valuable life skills doing this three times though. Like if I'm ever in one of those movie situations where somebody's like in the mall or whatever and going into labor and there's no, no doctors around like, I, I can, I can get it out. Like it's, I know what to do vaguely still. So there's that. Cause if my wife's having a baby, Oh yeah. What I want nearby is an attorney. <laughs> because if because if my wife's having a baby and I'm fixed, I want a good attorney. That's true. Or if yeah. or if or if your baby has a year round tan. <laughs> yeah, that happens. That's not funny. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to tell you about my other son, Howard. Um, <laughs> you mean Tyrone? <laughs> Goddamn, Scotty! You beat me to it by about half a second. <laughs> Son of a bitch! This he, close. Uh, he's at boarding school. Um, uh, <laughs> just in case you decide to have that political career. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think I think this podcast blew any political career I might have had. I don't know, two hundred thirty-eight episodes ago. This day and age, <laughs> it probably helped you. He's not. Yeah, there's no telling. Uh, Apparently, all I have to do is uh, send people checks and then, or promise to send them checks. I'm waiting for my yeah. check. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go hey, buy hey, another hey. gun with it. Murphy. I've, been, I, I've been talking to uh, Ask Producer Marshall. I'm pretty sure my check's going to go into buying a still. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of Ask Producer Marshall, um, what's it take to turn a guy with a MAGA hat into a socialist? What? 1200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
had you had you been on Facebook like the rest of us, you would have been insulted by that joke every day for the last like four days. Oh, that's the other magic is um, last week. My wife and I had to make our pack that we did back in the 2016 election where we just couldn't take it anymore. So we we collectively cut off the Facebook and I was this gone close this week since then. Um, I only get on there for um, right now. I'm, I'm there's a well I can't say it because where we I can't say where we're at. Um, when are you guys going to finally bust the theory? Press you know, conferences, press conferences for our question, area. Yeah. Damn it. It's it's the foreplay that we just never want to end, so we we just right. kind of dragging it out. Stop flicking my bean. <laughs> Get it done with. It's because not going to matter. We're all part, part, of, part of this show dies with that episode, though. Is my problem? That's true, but I've had like zero anonymity since I showed up on the show, and you guys and were that's like, fine. We're, like we're you from can Pennsylvania, be, you're like, already notorious. Well, yeah, I mean, admittedly, yeah. John, in the pre-show, during your first appearance, we went through our our usual contract, and I was going through the clauses with you like I do with every guest, and one of them was about your location and if you want that veiled, etc. No, even (laughs) if I did, the first thing that happened was Nick Johnson was on the show because he's the one that kind of force-fed me to you guys. He's like, those guys are going to sort it with me. I'm like, well, that takes care of that, doesn't it? That sounds like him. I wasn't yeah, given I, an option, being that I live right around the corner from the After Lodge Lodge. Well, you weren't, like, whoa, 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 whoa! You weren't given an option. No, you, you guys told me I had Reddit meet up locally through this show. No, sir, I did not. I you showed did. up at your lodge. No, Scotty showed up at our lodge wearing a snoopin. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking yes. of Jeff. I accept um, your humble apology. Now. Scotty, you, you did have a choice because we've in fact had a very, very local brother on the show before. Um, and he was all completely out with, with who he is and where he's from. And we just made like we met him at a conference or something. Um, oh. Well, Jason guys... asked me to be low key. Wait, Jason asked somebody to be low key? Well, yeah. when he messaged me on Reddit. The because same you guy. saw that I posted pictures from uh, I posted pictures from my lodge saying where I was from and all this stuff about installations on Reddit, and then uh, I think I made some comments on the After Lodge subreddit, and then he goes, "Hey man, just on the square, just want to let you know, around the corner." I don't think well, I ever, that well, was because like, you you showed up the week after. Jason wasn't at Lodge, and Bruce and I are having dinner, and this rando walks in with like a Grand Lodge coat name plaque thing that they all have and mm. his fancy regalia and he was like yeah i'm from the grand lodge of pennsylvania right just randomly showing up at our nowheresville sticks lodge and, and harlow and i of <laughs> course run to the back room and we're losing our collective mind <laughs> turns out he was just in town because he was attending Called a conference Jason and jason's not answering yeah he was here for a conference for his work and uh had never heard of what a podcast was, let alone ours, and uh, yeah, coincidence. <laughs> a telltale heart situation, right there. I, I I'm just lucky that, that when I came to visit you guys, I dodged every gold, grand, whatever that was in the even immediate flight path, with the exception of on the flight down. I meet in my plane to visit you schmucks. 
guys from Grand Cayman. Ah. I'm like, oh, this is this doesn't bode poorly. Mm. <laughs> That's fun. Those are the ones you Speaking pissed which, off, right? Uh, Bruce, how's that? Uh, how's that anniversary cut coming? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's essential. Remember the second. The yeah, second some of us haven't been sitting at home all day. <laughs> some of us are still working. Uh, hey, I'm working. I just do it in underwear. I. Yeah, I'm working from home now with a three-year-old crawling all yeah. over me. It's like hard mode, really. <laughs> I thought mean, your like, wife's still working. I'm surprised they're not making her stay. Telehealth, man. Uh, she's got to go in to do some um, uh, orientation for a new social worker, but um, she's doing telehealth for a lot of people. So, like, she was – when I messaged you guys earlier, she was actually on a conference call, telehealth in the other room with like the white noise machine going and everything. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, she's a social worker and literally everything social right now should be banned. And obviously like I'm, I'm ignorant. I have no idea what she actually does. So in my mind there, there is nothing for her to do all day. Every oh, wait, day. wait, do you think a social worker is like a party planner? I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay. Listen, I'm not listen, that dumb. Come Scotty, on. Here's what, here's no, what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to mail you down a hockey stick. I'm going to mail you down a goalie stick. And next time you see Bruce, I want you to thwack it straight across his ass. So, uh, uh, Bruce, you know what else is I mean, the first time social? I hit him with the stick. Social distance. Pen pals. Right. Pen pals are social. Well, no. So she, oh, I've, I've, I've got that covered. Pen, pen pals are, are in full force. Packages are in full force. Yeah. Bruce, we appreciate your service. People have nothing better to do than send random shit to each other right now. <laughs> People so, are hassling Bruce in our After Lodge group chat about their Harbor Freight coupons and wanted to make sure they were still going to show up. You're damn right, y'all still got them. You're welcome. I, I did. You're I a hero, Bruce. Essential to me. <laughs> a national hero. Because. <laughs> Damn it, I need a cheap air compressor. Yeah. Now, that being said, the store itself is not open for you to go buy that right now. Yeah. That's so, non, you know, maybe, non... Maybe online or something. We switched from essential to life-preserving businesses. Except, in our good uh, province here in western Pennsylvania, there's a uh, state constitutional provision that explicitly forbids the governor from in any way interfering with the sale of guns or ammunition. That's right. And so there's an exception. So the order from the governor is all non-life sustaining retail businesses, unless that retail business is engaged in the sale of firearms or ammunition. Stocked so, up, brothers. Stocked up. So Walmart's Walmart's got their ammunition counter, and they're like, "Woohoo, we're essential." Or like the guy running the pawn shop. Walmart like doesn't sell ammo anymore. When the police come checking, and then the guy's still running the pawn shop, and He's got that one shotgun, shotgun up in the case that's still for sale. <laughs> it's like, some nope. shitbox ru- rusted over under yeah. from about 1912. Y'all can't close us. We're selling a firearm. I just he won't let anyone buy it. But it's just to keep the pawn shop open. <laughs> so my favorite, my favorite gun shop here in town. They actually uh, have a line that is going outside the door, and they're only allowing like five people at a time in. And they have to that know be what they want shop. before they go in. It's not a pawn shop, a gun shop. Oh, yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. They they're only allowed five people in at a time, and they have to know what they want and need or need before they go in. So it's it's pretty regimented, but they're making bank. 
I don't know. I just appreciated the the governor's call out in his executive order, where at least he recognized that he didn't have the power to do that. Never mind that he didn't have the power to do any of the rest of it, but at least that one he called out. And uh, are there any provisions for um and for like wartime s- scenarios? Because no, we're we're a state. Yeah, War no, war is a federal matter. Well, this is like a year ago. <laughs> well, I, no, I, see, I agree with Harlan on most of this because I feel very dirty about getting the $1,200 check. I just, I'm going to ask it, obviously. <laughs> I don't feel dirty. My question, <laughs> the only question I have is where's the rest of it? Because I've had a lot more than that stolen from me in this past, I don't know. Three weeks. No, I 100% agree with you. Taken from me, Bruce, at the point of a gun. I didn't give them the money. They would put me in a cage. And if I didn't want to go in the cage, they'd beat me. And if I run, they shoot me. So, yes, I I would beat you. I'm the small L L libertarian on the show. Uh Hartman's the big capital L libertarian on the show. No, I agree with I will point out that. What what my state I don't disagree with me either. So what my state has made sure to provision that your state has not, which I find horribly ironic, because I've been there, is my governor outright said we're not closing liquor stores, and he was actually on our uh, public radio station NPR uh, saying, yeah, we're not closing liquor stores because well we're going to let the adults deal with things however they right. see fit. <laughs> our liquor stores are staying open. So, if they have drive-throughs or curbside service, otherwise they've been shut down like all other non-grocery. Oh, yeah, no, no. As you, as you all know, here in the great state of Pennsylvania, the production of Yungling beer is central to the the economy of the state. So I just finished it, mine. All twelve dollars of it. Crucial. <laughs> hey, crucial somebody got paid for that. All your stores open so as to continue that. Um, I'm just I'm happy that my liquor store is open. I can go down there with my 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 N95 mask on and get my veterans <laughs> discount because they have that <laughs> magnificent bastards and get my bourbon. I thought you get shot at whenever you wear a mask going into a liquor store. Uh, bank not yes, if you're a liquor store. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. just leave enough of your head exposed, Scott. You'll be fine. So, <sighs> did you guys see that uh, GameStop is also? An essential business because the legal Game department stop. said the, the so. F- you say? <laughs> oh, y'all, did y'all miss that this week? I hate GameStop so, so much. So GameStop's legal department sent a thing out to all their franchises. It was this letter that they were supposed to give to law enforcement when they show up telling them you can't be open to explain why they're an essential business. Mm-hmm. And like it worked in a whole bunch of places. Like the cops were like, oh, well. All right then. What dumb? What no? What what the? What? And they wouldn't oh, let never, me be a cop. Okay, wait. In, in my state, you're required to have at least a two-year college education before you can become a cop. I'm just saying. You hand me a letter from anybody's legal department, unless it has state of, city of, county of. On That's the a little ad. much for a police salary. Yeah, well, it also oh, depends yeah. on. Um, uh, so I understand. Trust me. In, yeah, in our jurisdiction. Uh, the GameStop lawyers wouldn't be wrong because they were just denying the governor's authority to tell them they can't do business anyway. But that's 
we're going to sort this out one day. Um, the problem is the only way to stop the governor from issuing executive orders in our state that are unconstitutional is to go to the court in the Capitol. And that court is closed because of Corona and not hearing such petitions. So the governor's literally running without anybody able to stop him. Well, look, if this goes on for longer than a couple of months, you're going to get, you're going to get the militia types to come out. Like I'm not the militia type. I'm the one that says, uh, you know, castle law guy, but I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that will, um, March necessarily, but you guys don't have any of those down there, do you? We got a lot of those. <laughs> it's fine, here. Scotty. It's fine. The Corona thing's going to be over eventually, and the governor's going to undo everything he's done, and everything will go back the way it was. That's my there concern. Will, there will be no expansion of of government or precedent based on the actions of the past three weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, sarcasm. I know that because that's my uh, fear. I'm like, all right, man, all this stuff is well and good. Let's just roll it back. Well, you know, we can't afford yeah. that shit. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. I just say um, just wave taxes for the year. That'd be great. All uh, taxes. Or just, you know, forever. Not all taxes. Just taxes on labor because taxing labor is evil and reprehensible and oppressive and oh, the income tax an uprising of its own. But that's a income tax only, is what you said? Well, I mean, maybe more than that, but the income tax in and of itself is is just evil for reasons I could go on and, no, no, on, no. and on about. What taxes are you okay with? I, I, I'm not okay with any, but I mean, in principle... Back them into a corner, Scott. No, in no, principle... I, I'm not okay with any of them. If you're a government and you want to tax things that, that you, you want to be less evil about taxing, um, mm. there's there's a entire history of civilization where we taxed some common things. We taxed wealth reserves, usually in the form of land holdings, because that was wealth until the 20th century. Um, you could tax commerce transactions, people moving goods up and down your river or whatever that you're providing military protection for, etc. Um, those are the two common areas, you know, wealth and, and sales. Labor is something that, uh, you know, you, you didn't tax because there's a whole bunch of sound economic reasons why that's a bad idea, let alone being immoral for other reasons. Uh, until, you know, we had this world war and thought, hey, we can make this constitutional amendment. By the way, we needed an amendment because the Constitution prohibited direct taxation. I'll, I'll be back shortly and, after Hartland's rant. Yeah. Well, Scotty started it. Hey, Scotty, you got drinking lodge. How about that? You again, it's been nice. No, uh, I, you know, I was just gonna say that um, he was a brother. He catches a lot of shit. Uh, Andrew Jackson catches a ton of shit, but um, he closed it, the central bank, though. That's right. He said on his deathbed, "I killed the bank," and yep, that's commendable. You know, I'm not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater. But, Bad people uh, can do good things. Then, well, okay, that's possible. It's what, completely good, possible. Good people can do bad things. Yeah, uh, if we're talking about Jackson, I, I, I said what I said the first time. But what are you um, saying, Scott? Well, like George Washington owned slaves. It was a bad thing, but he's a good guy. We're not talking about Washington. We were talking about Jackson. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, Washington was a Jesuit hack and 
See, why, why are you pushing all my buttons today? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking the wrong tack, Harlan. For the, at, at the time, it wasn't a bad thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Wait, the, no, the owning slaves or the Jesuit part? It's the opposite of what you just said. What I'm saying is, is that a good person in the time can be doing a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. At the time, or well, today it is, it's a bad thing. Okay, but they don't exist today. Yes. You don't exist however many hundred years ago using our current rules of today. Oh, well, then tell that to the leftists. Well, I mean, you can't tell anything to them. I was just engaged in an argument with a dear friend who is now admitting to everyone that she's officially a Marxist, full on, on board, wearing the label, loud and proud. And then we proceed with her brother and I to argue about it, and she... Halfway through says, I'm going to have to catch up with you guys later. I need to read some middle school civics to catch up because I don't understand half of the words you're even saying. <laughs> Am I, of course, like every other Marxist I've ever met. Playing a role. <laughs> it's all good. It's strange that the more you read, the less uh, appealing Mr. Ingalls and company become. You're like, wait, these, these people ever read a book or no, never mind. Um. But it's different if it's if it's uh, all of your neighbors taking a vote to take all of your stuff. That's somehow better than when the king does it. I, I well, guess because your neighbors agree. Yeah, I like I like democracy, Bruce. Like if my neighbor and I agree that we want our other neighbors lot split between us, we can take a vote, and you know it's two to one, buddy. Get out! It's our house now. Well, I mean there are other democracy neighbors. You have to like if you get enough neighbors, yeah, you can do that. I know. It, it's don't don't. <laughs> Although you should expect your neighbor to defend himself from y'all's decision. Yes, with guns. Well, of course, or gun, as as is your case, but that's as okay too. Okay, like again, I'm a quality over quantity kind of guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm weird like that. I'm not. You would think that I'm a gun nut with my crazy rants about the second amendment, but I'm actually not. Like, I mean, I'm not you really, should be a libertarian without owning a couple. I'm not really that into guns. Like I've got you know, two actually I, only I have the freedom firearms here in America. Freedom is guns. I have, I have guns. I also have fire extinguishers and smoke detectors and, and other things that like I may need, but I'm not like obsessed with them. I just have them because might okay, need it one day. Harlan. Harlan, how right. many fire detectors do, or how many smoke detectors do you have? Boom. Uh, Checkmate. I, I, I'm going to plead the fifth <laughs> on that because I'm not actually compliant with the county code at the moment. Bruce, um, you just made But I have at least one per four. You just made the best argument for having a gun in every room. <laughs> every floor, at least. Every floor, at least. I, I do have one on every floor, and I have a carbon monoxide detector on most floors. So, um, Ooh, only got the one. But that's not that's not fully compliant with the modern code. But I'm grandfathered in because my house was built in the 70s. So, um, new constructions have to have electric power and battery that, backup. I don't think that applies to f- smoke detectors. Uh, it does here. Does um, it really? <laughs> yeah, the uh, county code here is in your county. How do you yes. mean? Okay. My county. It's he's a little extra. That, he's in that oh. rich county with the good schools. I mean, yeah. Um, 
he should be able to have more smoke detectors. I don't know. Uh, but honestly, this, yeah, I didn't know that, though. That's kind of cool. My my house is compliant because it's grandfathered in, but if I wanted to make any massive structural changes, I'd have to add more smoke detectors and have all those other mechanisms. Or I wouldn't be allowed a permit to, you know, knock out this wall that I hate. You know, speaking of walls, um, no, that's not a Trump reference. Uh, uh, our uh, grand... Um, Yep. Got. Uh. Well, shit. So anyway, Grand La- Landscaper has um has a secret room now. Uh, I don't. We don't know who you're talking about. Oh, we know Grand Landscaper. Yeah. Josh. I wasn't gonna name drop, but yeah. Landscaper Josh is you, his. You can you can just say. Like he's he's been on this show about twenty thirty times. Scott, it's been a little while. It's been a little while, but it's pretty cool. I always wanted a secret room. I could actually have Everybody one. Everybody wants a fucking secret room. Who I didn't doesn't? Think about that. I could have one now. I've actually got a place to have one. I, and I now didn't... you know a guy that can help you huh. build it. Huh. I saw light bulbs are going off with Harlan right now. I mean, to be fair, Josh had like an entirely empty basement for like a couple yeah. of years, so I'm glad he's finally. So, so I do too. That's why it. I was like, I can, I could, I could totally do that. What I miss? Too bad. Uh, speaking of walls, my summer is already going to be taken up with building, retaining walls, and so I'm not going to have time to build a secret room. You could build a bunker back there. I'm going to be practicing masonry, John. I'm, I'm going to be building things with stones, and it's going Harlan, to suck. plot of it's land is literally eroding away. Into all the summer. My thing is, is that you build a secret room, someone finds it, and they find an, a um, chamber of reflection in there, like, done correctly. That's going to freak somebody out. That's, That's the you idea. Your secret room to be? If, if I've got a secret room and they find the chamber of reflection, and that's what's going to freak them out, that is the least of their worries. Yeah, it's like don't don't turn around. I've paid no attention. Reflection is going to be public. It's not going to be a secret room. I'm putting yeah. that shit on the front porch. I'm going to make you guys guys on on dance. It, but the secret is the secret room is for my random bondage accoutrements. I don't. My yeah. chamber of reflection is like in the foyer. I want that fairly accessible. <laughs> I uh, use one more than the other. I want to. I think I want to do that in a lodge sometime. Or for us, it's in Commandery or in Scottish Rite. Is have one room with the actual chamber, and next to it another room with a bunch of leather stuff in there, and open the door. I'm like, oh, wrong room. Sorry, wrong chamber. Pale and pass out. Maybe put a goat in there for special nights. <laughs> Cheap. They're more fluffy. Hat- oh, sorry. We have to get this out of here for later. Uh, no, you, you got to put a sheep in there, and what you do is before you bring them there, you issue them Velcro belt buckles. You're like, no, you'll understand for later. Ooh. Well, so speaking of masonry, uh, my brother is finally a master mason. I think this is the first time we can talk about it. Just in time for Lodge to be closed forever. Right. Right. That's what I told him. I said, dude, I am so sorry. We, um, It's not normally like this. <laughs> Which, which is another thing about does our grandmaster have the authority to order lodges closed? Uh, the does. answer is no, but we're just going with it. So, it's, isn't um, that an edict? 
Yeah, but we we learned from a previous grandmaster who issued an edict about opening lodge on the entered apprentice degree. He made it an option. Everybody went nuts saying you can't do that because the constitution doesn't allow for it and you can't issue edicts that contradict the constitution. Lodge meeting dates and times and the op- You guys can't even agree they- on on a ritual. You got yeah. like 12. Our constitution clearly delineates when lodges have to meet the minimum frequency and the circumstances under which they cannot meet. None of those apply to the grandmaster's edict, but we're all just going with it because everybody likes this idea and not everybody liked the last time the grandmaster tried to amend the constitution by edict. Look at at this. Um, This this asshole would rather have lodge amidst this pandemic no, 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 no. Our lodge fight the grandmaster already... because he can't technically shut down the lodge. Our lodge was already going to be shut down. So that, that was no, that was not decided yet. No, we it wasn't. Talking about that in Slack, yeah. we were, and both you and I had agreed that we needed to close lodge. Ray was going to chime in and also no, agree, no, and between the three of us, the master guys, was going to close the lodge. Guys, I got two things to say. First, John, um, on the ritual. Um, there's the way that my lodge does it, and then there's all the other wrong ways. Second, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had a feeling that was coming. Also, like John, there there are far more than a dozen different yeah. ways for ritual to go here. There's a, like how many lodges do we have? There there are quite a few hundred different take, ways. Take the number of active lodges in our jurisdiction, <laughs> add fifty percent. And that's how many different versions of the ritual we have. That's true. And secondly, guys, I got to be involved. Like, I get to see you got your all's um, your all Slack channel with your lodge, and then um, yeah, I who's not in Slack without paying dues? By the way, well, here. I mean, I couldn't. I don't. Uh, I had to. We had to. We 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 had to get. We had to do away with hangouts. I'm sorry. So, uh, I'll be a dual member. I've been. I'm, a, I've I'm up for being once. an honorary member if y'all want. I can't. John, we will happily dude. take your money. My here's my standing rule: as a dual member, whenever I come to visit, I have to be able to argue with grandsons or Bob without a filter. So we do that anyway. Uh, he's not the master anymore, so um, nobody if, thinks he is. If you were a member, you would have more standing to do that. Also, now that he's the junior master, like it's the perfect time. Yes. Uh, or junior past master. But what I was saying was, guys, I got to see your all's chat, and I got to see my lodge's chat, and both were basically like, "What do we do? I don't know. Should we close?" And there's a bunch of there's like the half of the guys are like, "This ain't nothing," and then there's the other half like, "Guys, maybe we just should just be safe because everyone's shutting down. We should shut down. Church is shut down for crying out loud." Um, so to be fair, the most of the guys who are saying this ain't nothing, we should carry on. Oh, the ones that survived the Spanish flu. <laughs> yeah. So, but that being said, uh, okay. I think I think that with the grandmaster saying the grandmasters of each state saying let's shut it down, I think they're just trying to cut through all that bickering back and forth and any kind of animosity that may develop from the the guys that wanted not to go and the guys that do want to go. Well, all I know is that as soon as Grand Lodge's office opens again, I have to turn our lodge in. Uh, for failure to hold meetings in accordance with the Constitution. Oh, and I'm going to so do it as a publicity stunt. <laughs> I think you should. You'll be... Uh, you'll that's be on a shit. Harlan, that's on part of the antics I pull. I mean, it, 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 I'm making a statement. 
because then we need the grand assembly to restore everyone's charter because no one has met in a lunar month. And I'm touchy about this because my traditional observance lodge wanted to meet quarterly on the solstice and equinox dates. And we're told by the Grand Lodge, absolutely not. The Constitution says you must open for a business meeting no less than once a month. No exceptions. It's in the Constitution. Uh, so, so you're going to very... Okay, but you of all people know no exceptions means just a couple exceptions. No, the Constitution has no exceptions. And uh, I'm going to make us think about it maybe if I'm not too busy before Grand Lodge, which I'll probably be too busy, so I wouldn't worry that much about it, Bruce. So, I will, so this I will is, go on record for saying Harlan did say that he would show up regardless. So and what this is, is is verbally, this is Harlan grabbing a very nice calligraphy pen, writing a note on a cinder block, and then hurling it at somebody's face. I mean, I do these kind of things more often than I probably should, but I, it, I mean, what else, what else do you do? I just want to, like... I agreed that we needed to close all the lodges. I just wanted to point out because I was trying to raise before the unintended consequences when we go doing all this mass rulemaking at Grand Lodge without thinking stuff through. Like, hey, guys, this is what happens. And now who's going to vote at Grand Lodge because none of our delegates are in good standing because all of them should have their charters arrested. So really, it's just kind of like having alcohol at our lodges because nowhere does it say we can't. It just says the lodge can't sell it and the lodge can't provide it. Have a liquor it. license. Have a liquor oh, no, license. Holland, you understand the same body that would be arresting said... Um... I know. The way this would end is everybody gets their charter back except us. <laughs> yeah. Except you. <laughs> like that's Probably the same guy who said you all don't meet. The guy who would be coming and taking the charter, that's the guy who sent us a letter that said don't have a meeting. Oh, no, I know. Like, okay. I, I may have to get extra dramatic hey, with it. Like, I may have to wrap up the charter and take it myself to the Grand Lodge office. <laughs> it's like, I now hey, demand man. that you show up and remove all of the charters. A Pyrrhic victory is still a victory. Uh, yeah. I mean, we know it's not going to go anywhere. Like, of course, this made sense and, and ends justifying the means and all that. And everybody at Grand Lodge would be like, of course, we close the lodges and whatever parliamentary stuff we got to do to smooth over it. We'll smooth over. But we, we do stuff like this. Like like a few years ago, you guys I ranted for 10 episodes about when we rescheduled Grand Lodge because the hotel venue wasn't available on our usual weekend. And we're like, oh, we'll just have a vote. And so the next year, Grand Lodge was on a different day. Our constitution fixes the date of Grand Lodge and says so, if the venue is not available, you do it somewhere else. But so under no circumstances wait, can wait, the date wait. change. I missed this. This must have been before I sat yeah. he hold on, hold on. He's leaving the part. like he, he bitched about that for 10 episodes. Jason bitched about that for 10 episodes that nobody cared but Harlan. In the entire no, no, district, no. nobody cares about it but Harlan. <laughs> So it's here's my here's, no here's my question. Now, admittedly, I don't come from an ass backward state, so I have to ask this question. <laughs> Is yeah, but so because a specific hotel was not available, you guys wouldn't hold your grand lodge. That's am I? It, it is as ludicrous as it sounds, John. Yes. Holy 
batshit it's not that they wouldn't they just changed it but you, yeah, we didn't well, amend the constitution and we couldn't have because that takes two years to do so it's they like saying we didn't it. bomb Nagasaki little man just kind of fell out of the airplane so I mean, you have to just let the people in charge do what they want to do guys i'm sorry yeah but no it's it just it, 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 real it, world I, i'm I'm baffled because our Grand Lodge will move the meeting around to different locations. I mean, especially depending on where the Grand Master is in the state. We've moved it all over. Oh, not here. Did I hear Jeff? Is that Jeff? Jeff's here. Yep, I'm alive. Jeff, you're alive. I'm alive. You got the room? concerned. I do not. Ah. Probably. I've been on isolation for a week, though, because I was exposed to it. We realized that we were bad friends when we got ready to start the show and then said, where's Jeff? And then everybody looked at each other and then we realized nobody's heard from you in like four days, which is highly, highly unusual. Yeah, I'd like to I've point got to out figure out what's going on with Slack. I, I have gotten no I, notification. I'd like to point out that the guy that pointed out the fact that you haven't been responsive on Slack is the one guy that doesn't live within a 30 mile radius of you. Just saying. Yeah. So then we all got worried, and then we thought, oh, crap, I haven't heard from him. Have you heard from him? Have you heard oh, from it's him? worth, then... Jeff, we all felt bad when we realized John was the one who noticed. Yeah, you better have. No. Mostly, I just we figured, said, where the hell you been? Mostly, we were just worried that you might be dying and you haven't paid your dues yet. I was, I've seen what you eat. I was just worried you had the big one and tipped over dead. No, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> I was exposed to it, so we've been on isolation for the last week. How the hell did you get exposed? So, so you've been. It's a long story. It's a yeah. chain. Everyone that... is going to be exposed. Yeah. So yeah, you've been I, burning your sick time. Getting over that. At I what would literally home. be the easiest time of the year to do your job? Mm, the easiest yeah. time ever. Oh, what kills me is this. It's uh, this is the exact same time I burned up all my sick time from my uh, leave last year when I was uh, out. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, well, we're glad you're alive. Um, you're you know, we were all torn up. I said when. Oh, um, Monday. I think oh. maybe Tuesday. Yours is done faster than mine is. Well, it's two weeks. That's what everybody, unless they've extended how long you're supposed to self-isolate. No, well, we got back from, I was telling Bruce, we flew back in from Denver because I missed one of the last recordings because we were out there for family vacation. We flew back in, and unfortunately, I punched my time clock back a couple of days because, well, <laughs> I had to make a liquor store run. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping Tony Priority. was going to pop in so that I could explain to you guys what really happened with all of this. And uh, my wife... Before uh, all of the pandemic stuff really started taking off in the news, uh, had officially invited Tony to our Passover Seder again. And then all hell broke loose. If you recall, the last time we invited Tony, I had a snake crawling up my ass when I was changing my oil. And then the next time we invited Tony, there was some other awful plague that happened. Like, Tony and our holidays are not... uh, I think, I think the big guy's trying to send a message. We clearly weren't getting it, so sorry, everybody, for the COVID. So Tony is hereby no longer invited to any functions of any kind. 
So instead of surgical strikes, now it's just, you know, mass effect. Yes. Yes. We weren't getting the message clearly enough. <laughs> um, but since, you know, Passover's been canceled, ironically because of a plague. Um, well, that's weird. Yeah. So uh, because of that, there it should all just clear up here soon. And uh, everything's good to go. Hey, we got uh, people chatting with us in the YouTube channel. That's unusual. I hadn't even looked over there. Well, like, what? send those like super a- chats, bros. Yeah. It's just <laughs> For Pete's sakes. Boy, well, I'm going to need guy- somebody else to be on the YouTube feed to engage with our live chat people. I, no, I, I, can, I, can, I can try. Um, because I, I never look over on the screen, and now I feel bad. Sorry, brother Aaron, for uh, oh, Aaron, that's my homeboys from uh, Widow Sons. Yeah, sorry, I haven't been noticing your messages. You're like all the way over here on the far right hand of my 17 monitors. And yeah, uh, Aaron, Aaron, to be fair, there's only so many things I can do at a time. I'm too busy running the group chat. This is Harlan's bag of jacks, so you can blame him for fucking that up. <laughs> No, no. People thinking this is my bag of jacks is why we're on episode 239 point whatever we're going to count the anniversary show as. And if you look on our website, the latest episode is 230. 182. And, and, and yeah. Wait, you guys we're, we're, we're that far up now? <laughs> oh, Jeff's not been here. Hey, uh, Bruce, how's that uh, anniversary cut going? Yep. <laughs> Same answer I gave you last time. I'm sorry, but the edits from this anniversary cut cannot be more arduous than the edits from no, the first time Jason wrong. and I were in the same room. You're, you're, you're wrong. Really? Wait, so I, what's the feed? I don't yeah, even have it. Aside from Jason, everybody attempted to censor themselves last year. Nobody did that this year. Wait, wait, wait. The wait, hell wait. they did, Bruce. I remember, I've, think, I've got, no, let me pull out the raw wait, audio. I've got three minutes of John just F-bombing on repeat for like yeah, three minutes. Like this year or last year? Last year. Because it was both. I had, I had no idea that you guys had to take all the effort into bleeping my F-bombs. And then Jason started dropping his F-bombs. And then it was a war of attrition. Hey, Jeff, your mic's on, buddy. And yeah. we can hear your HIPAA-protected conversations. It's about her buddy. Anyway. I, I don't know. I heard biological things, and the lawyer in me said, Hippa, 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 mute! <laughs> we we have a, a new rabbit that apparently you can litter train rabbits. Yeah, and, oh, yeah you can. So, yeah. Hippa doesn't apply to rabbits. Carry on. You can litter, you can train rabbits faster than you can train past masters. That's all I'm saying. I don't even have a link to the YouTube. I can't even see chat. Scotty, oh. we, we put the YouTube in, in the Slack channel. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I can't access it via the computer. How about your phone? What? You can't access Slack via the computer? You heard my brain. Hold on, Scotty. Let me. What can you. you not access via your computer? Let me help you, Scotty. Your computer dork. That's all you do is sit on your computer. Here. There. It's in the Jitsi chat. Stop being bad at technology. I, I love technology. Gentlemen. I, um, having been missing Lodge so much, um, this week being an extra difficult week for me and mine as the, uh, birthday of our late daughter, Mm. um, I was really missing Lodge and then the guys on IRC decided they were going to do this toast thing on zoom 
And so I uh, actually joined. And there were guys much older than you, Scotty, who figured out how to use Zoom in our <laughs> IRC chat. And um, I logged cool. in, and the first thing I see is three guys in Shriner hats. Oh, oh, I'm not cut out for this. Sorry, I'm going to disconnect. And then it went downhill from there. Uh, brother, brother, uh, uh, not Chad Bromley. That's uh, that's apathy. Brother Brian Godwin was was in this group wearing his Scottish right hat, John, with the with the cords under his chin by the end of the the hangout. That's how much uh, alcohol we consumed. Oh, that's fair. No, no, I, I thought he started off that way. I'm like, you know, it, it we're, we're not bellhops. I mean, no, no, I just wanted to illustrate I mean, how much you, that evening you, devolved. You guys were wearing KCCH guys look like bellhops. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, 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 mean, I walk uh, around wearing a cross on my forehead. This is the length <laughs> that I will go through to to be a Scottish Rite Mason. Easy, Harlan. Nip. I mean, I poke fun because I'll never see one. So, I mean, I have yeah, no Yeah, you never know. You can move down here, John. We, uh, I mean, we give them the guys like me down here. You just got uh, yeah, to be in the one right one place. Just keep showing up. Eventually, you'll get there. That's true. Doing dishes doesn't hurt either. That's how I'm a past master. <laughs> oh, that only hurts my feelings because it's true. How many meetings do you make? Five? You're going to the East. What? <laughs> I didn't skip any chairs. I did actually. Well, I never sat in the stewards' chairs. Admittedly, I, I was in line in two separate lodges. So I mean, but where I left off in one lodge, I picked up in the next, which is really. Oh, weird. you were in line at the same time, John. In in poker, we call that splitting aces. Um, oh, I did, and apparently <laughs> I lost because then I ended up going to these three times. So I mean, I I wouldn't call that a victory. Or you won, depending on how you're how you're scoring. Are our, our aces high or low? That's a whole. My, my scoring it, says no. Hold on, isn't isn't that blackjack? Yeah, blackjack is a type of it, poker. You said no, no, Black not even a little. Have you ever as been a to a casino, Harlan? As a former casino dealer in not. blackjack, wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, dealt cards really. at at a local. Uh, yeah, see, uh, blackjack, you try and get to twenty one. Poker, yeah, no, I know how blackjack works. Cards. And you try and get like pairs or straights or a flush or something like that. Okay. There's no number like in blackjack. Also, hmm. aces are worth one or 11. Whereas yeah, in, poker, in blackjack, in, uh, you know, I'm just going to write this down on my list of words that I've learned to use appropriately this week. Also, Bruce, it's been good knowing you. <laughs> are you dying or is it no longer good to know me? No, I've just... It's just been good knowing you in the in the Hebrew sense. <laughs> ah, you're gonna have to say that in Hebrew for, me to, fully, for me to fully get the context, Arlen. No, we're not doing that. Um, yeah. Wait, Jeff, did you say that I wasn't a real past master? Is that what that? No. What'd you say a minute ago? I said, are, are you even a real Mason if you didn't serve in all the chairs? Mm. Oh, Appar well. apparently I am not. I. I don't think so, because I've never been chaplain. I put my name in for nomination every year, and I never get elected. Like I've nominated <laughs> myself. Would. Well, see, I, I would I offer to make you my chaplain, chaplain whenever, when, if, we uh, if I make it into the East, but I kind of need a secretary, too. So. You got Bruce! Uh, see? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Bruce could be a chaplain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Huh? I've ever heard. 
Bruce organizes papers every day for a living. I do. <laughs> All those papers are already filled out. I don't have yeah, to so write anything on them. Here, here's what Bruce would do to the secretary. This one's yours. This one's yours. This exactly. one's yours. This one's yours. I'll, I'll hand, people will be handing me checks. I'll just hand them back to different people. Well, I mean, we could save on postage. <laughs> oh, no, 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 we can't. You guys don't get the. <laughs> I don't get a break on postage, Jeff. <laughs> Believe what, kind of, what kind of free benefits does your shit show have? Pensions no, I, are nice. I mean, that's you, a thing. You know Maybe what, when we're retired, I'll be secretary. I don't you know, I, 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 I do can't. That. I, I can't knock Bruce for not getting, you know, cuts on postage because I don't get any reduction on my stock purchases at the particular financial institution I work at because, Wait. well, they're a, they're a bank and they want all their goddamn money. They don't have options for you guys? No, I buy I buy my Dang. stock at the same rate as the general public. But I think that's an SEC thing. So, I mean, admittedly, there's that. Yeah. So your company has a break on legal aid. How is that fair? Wait, what? I said you get a massive break on legal aid. I, well, I that's because he has to self-represent. That's his no. break. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> I meant. No, I absolutely don't. In fact, I'm pretty sure you pay yourself when you represent yourself. I'm pretty sure. No, I I would never represent myself. I'm not stupid. <laughs> That'd be funny. I've had to engage an attorney twice since I've become an attorney, and both times I'm pretty sure I got double billed. What's the quote? An attorney who represents himself as a fool for a client. Yes, and it's a quote for a reason. Like it's it's a that's that's absolutely true. I am like the last person who would go into some legal matter unrepresented. That is that is a terrible idea. Isn't that kind of like a barber that cuts his own hair? Hold on, you're represented by yourself though. It's not hey, no. it's not the same thing. I'm no, not a barber and I cut the, my the own point hair. Of, the point Wait, of your attorney we don't count. Yeah. Is is a to to be an expert Amen, brother. In, in whatever your issue is? Okay, but I'm, B, I'm, I'm assuming you already are that. And B to be a detached, impersonal advisor, like somebody who doesn't have skin in the game, who can stop you from making stupid, rash decisions or statements. And uh, that's oh, that's no fun. That's been like. That's been the most critical part. I had that issue when I no, bought that Mercedes, I'm, I'm, if the, you remember. The attorney should have skin in the game. My skin. My skin is in the game. Uh, so I, I fought that title issue with uh, with our brother's car lot when I bought that Mercedes, and uh, I had to hire a local attorney to help me fight over that. And had I not, I would have, uh, well, I probably would have made statements that could have been used against me or, um, and nobody takes you seriously when you're, when you're pro se, even if you are a lawyer, like the pressure that whoever you're dealing with experiences because you hired an attorney doesn't exist. I don't know why it, it just doesn't. Um, it's crazy how, you know, when you're trying to get something done, you're trying to call and deal with a business or whatever. And they, they won't deal with you. And then you hire an attorney. Your attorney makes the same phone call, says the same words you said, but suddenly everything's okay. So uh, can you pretend like Sounds like when I have my wife deal with things. Can you indirectly not say that you're that person when you call as the attorney? No, we have like well, ethics I'm the attorney about... representing Harlan. Da-da-da-da-da. You need to do yeah. that. And cease and desist and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I guess if do like... you have to identify yourself as Harlan... I guess if I'm arguing with like the guy who holds my mobile home lease about something, maybe, <laughs> but anyone sophisticated, no. Hmm. 
Because I'm guessing anyone sophisticated would actually deal with turning back around on a legal sense. Like, all well, right. They, they would probably paper. have you call their attorney because they're also not dumb and don't represent themselves. So as soon as you call and say, <laughs> I'm the attorney representing so-and-so, they say, oh, shit. Someone will be right with you, and then it's their. Yeah, but I mean, calls. like y'all, y'all give each other a break. Like y'all, y'all, y'all got no. some kind of friends with benefits no. thing going on. Hold no, on, we are you know we each are, other is what I'm saying, Harlan. We're collegiate. You know each other. We do, so, and so we're collegiate about it. Like we're no, 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 no. We're Harlan, Harlan, Harlan. You know each other. Oh no, that's only a couple of us. I, I I'm not, I'm not that much of a whore. No, oh, um, the hell you say? Yeah. And, and the only lawyers I know, you would know it if I had said it in Hebrew. Don't worry about it. The only lawyers I know, Bruce, are involved in in. I can say, I, personal, Bruce, I can say it in Yiddish. It's called stop. Are involved in in personal injury and art fraud, and those are neither things that I've needed of late. It's so, random. what's wow, art that, fraud? Let's say, did you just say art fraud? No, yeah. he did. Yeah, it's an area. That's an area of discipline for attorneys. <laughs> like whole practices built around <laughs> prosecuting and defending art fraud. All three of them. Well, I didn't say it was a big niche. I just said it was a Let's niche. Say, New York, LA, and like, I don't know, Amsterdam. I mean, there's 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 a niche for everything. I mean, doctors do that too. There's like that one doctor that specializes in a particular kind of toe fungus. Like oh, there's, man, there's there's a niche for everybody. In male fraud? Because I feel like I have 100% of the collective male knowledge about that. I, I could just go to college and get my attorney license, and then I would immediately be able to specialize in male fraud. Uh, I, mean, I, I Yes. It, it may I mean, actually that would help be, you get hired on by, like, uh, what was it, uh, USPIS. That would be a federal criminal defense practice, but yes, there are people that do that. Hmm. Um, Ironically, I know somebody that got convicted in did time in the pokey for mail fraud no kidding well you would can you tell me what he can you tell me more about that i don't i don't know the the specific, super specifics of it and admittedly i'll i can kind of talk about this because well the guy's dead um but it was okay, and awesome. it was it was strangely it was a guy a buddy of mine from college friend of a friend who i don't know what the deal was around it because when i first met him he was already starting to go through the throes of all the process but it was him and another and a gal that was a friend of his. She was somehow committing mail fraud in one variant or another. Were they? He, was, it, was it theft of postage or something else? No, it was something else. I mean, it was like she was like interstate swindle. I think. I mean, it was something serious enough. It wasn't like I still like stamps or money I'm, order stuff. Yeah, it was something Probably. crazy like that. Um, yeah. But he did. He did uh, eighteen months. In the federal pokey for oh good, he said he's dead. I thought he got executed for it. No, (laughs) believe it or not, you cannot be executed for mail fraud in this country. I was joking, Jesus. Not anymore. No, ironically Uh, enough, he did his eighteen months. My way. Sorry, go ahead. I say, ironically enough, he does eighteen months. Went home and and like three months later, when he's mowing the lawn, apparently had a stroke and dropped dead. That's really unfortunate. Yeah, it was weird. So it was something much more exciting than the old uh, discount postage program. Yeah, no, he wasn't like stealing rolls of stamps or anything. You know, like where that. allegedly one might use the return address as a delivery address. And, well, one oh, should not do that. 20 years <laughs> in federal prison is not worth 55 cents. 
that that's an old like basic training trick of when you were like corresponding with females yes. is you would you would put yeah you would flip the addresses throw it in the mail and they'd bring it they'd send it off so that way you couldn't get nailed for fraternizing with the chicks in the next battalion over yes what if you did that by an accident well that would be your defense at trial scotty okay yeah i don't know that would hold up yes how does that happen by accident because yeah, like what way. if the company you work for has you sending out mail and you okay. have to put uh, a label the they have the addresses printed on labels okay. and if you're not paying attention you accidentally put the wrong sticker in the wrong spot okay. but but you're putting postage on it i don't know okay but whoever put the labels on it like somebody put labels on it so somebody puts postage on it right it goes your, to so, like a machine so, that does okay, it but but a machine puts postage on it yes so you mail it out and then y'all are mailing it to yourself that's not mail fraud that's just using the mail service Y'all are the dummies in that situation, but that's not. <laughs> so I made a mistake. Okay, got it. That's okay. so rather than walking it down to the next cube, you're paying the post office <laughs> to pick it up, look at it, and go, "Well, this is stupid," and then bring it right back to the building which they took it out of. That's not mail. No, no, no. At first, first they fair, invalidate would... the postage to make sure they get their money, and yeah, then they would, bring it back to you. It would. It would. Well, it yeah, would yeah. more than likely go through the process processing center and then back to them the next day. I mean, I, I got to think that even the people at Pitney Bowes are going, what? <laughs> hey, Bruce, if my uh, if my wife opens any envelope that's addressed to me that any way resembles a check, um, can I prosecute her for opening my envelope? She is not allowed to open any envelope addressed to you, sir. That's what I told her. Wait, so how do I get her directly? I don't care if she's your wife. How do, how do I get her in jail for this? Uh, I, I have the number of a, of a, of a postal inspector. I'll forward that to you. <laughs> Uh, hey, Arlen, John was talking about this uh, kinky room he has next to his chamber of reflection. Yeah. It, it kind of works the same way. It does. It does, except, well, Oops, that's not the wrong mail. So I, um, I opened the wrong box of vips. <laughs> <laughs> so the joke's on her because all those things that look like checks are just like stupid loaning credit card offers and whatnot. Unnegotiable. So. Little yeah, did you yeah. know she's using them. Oh no, I would be quite aware. I <laughs> they're not <mine>. usable. <laughs> you know, if you call the credit reporting bureau, Scotty, you can uh, like freeze your credit, and then nobody can apply for credit. It, to it, me, it, no. To, of note, you have you to have, have credit to, to, freeze to unfreeze it, it before you. <laughs> yeah, it unfreeze what now? It's a healthy tip if you don't plan on borrowing money in the near future to call the credit bureaus and have your credit frozen. And then nobody can borrow money with your identity. However, if you're somebody like me that keeps buying wheeled objects, it doesn't work so well. Well, yeah, I mean, they're like, yeah, there's that. Um, Three cars, two bikes, two drivers. Wait a minute. Just don't forget your pen. Not that I would know, because then it's kind of a giant pain in the ass to get it unfrozen. Just call. Mm-hmm. Do you just have call. to have? Do you have to have a lawyer call and say I, I'm? No, no. Uh, I, never mind. I don't actually know how that would work because haven't actually done that, Jeff. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I bought this house and the mortgage went through just fine. <laughs> Eventually. So, we I would really... like to point out. 
you you mentioned buying a house. I just want to point out the quick irony is I discovered that on my team at work, being I'm, I'm doing employment law investigations now for a large financial firm, but we just hit, we hired on a, a handful of new people, and I just saw the roster today, and the guy that was my mortgage broker for me buying this house is now literally on my team. I can't wait for the lunch that we get to go to out together. He's not going to remember you. I don't know. Am I forgettable? Okay, that's fair. Maybe he will. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know how many other closings he had besides yours that day? Oh, he had a bunch, but mine mine was a VA one that was a giant pain in the ass. So, and ah, I had no, yeah. I, I had no Memorable problem sharing always. my displeasure. Yeah. It's... Well, uh, we have sorry, sorry. gone off the after lockdown path as, as usual. Um, anytime we hang out after lockdown and uh, yeah. And then we look up and it's two in the morning and we all have to go to work in the morning. Oh wait, that's just Bruce. Yeah, I still have a long day at the home office with a three-year-old. I mean, I'd have to go to work if not for the whole, you know, isolation thing. But yeah. you you work with like one other guy. Yeah, I know. I, I technically, especially now that we've, uh, I I, uh, I poked in, just kind of poked at my email today, just to kind of see what all is going on, and apparently they locked down our. Like no customers are allowed in our branches right now. Everything has to be curbside pickup or delivered, basically. Uh, yeah. So it's like I literally I could go all day without having any interaction with anyone. And you get more sleep there than you are at home. See? Uh, yeah, probably. So, so Jeff, my my wife's uncle runs a uh, uh, pretty sick. He runs a tire shop up in this neck of the weeds, and they'll put they'll put tires on if it's got wheels. They can find tires for it. He yeah. shared a video today of his guys working and, and what they're doing. It was a gag to keep the minimum six foot distance. They're all running around wearing inner tubes from uh, like John Deere tractor tires <laughs> on suspenders. And they're like banging into each other, trying to hand each other tools. You guys need to ask Tony to get you a couple of like big rubber donuts on suspenders. And you guys can just kind of bounce off each other. Tony uh, had this thing with cardboard. Although you might get stuck. You're kind of big. John, yeah. that's just taking uh, that's just taking uh, lemonade to make a lemon. Wait, what? What? Something what? about what? a gallon of milk and what? Now, Tony was posting pictures of uh, him and other guys at the office with like six foot cardboard tubes that I guess you guys ship stuff in. And oh, then they I were, saw that. yeah, they were just like running around, bumping into each other with them because you know why not. Uh, I've been trying to get back into the office because I would have an easier time there than I'm having here. But uh, my office is is closed; like they won't let me in, and that's kind of infuriating. But uh, same whatever. with us. Like, like Harlan <laughs> shows up every morning, and there's nobody there, and he just can't get in, so he goes back home. Like, well, no, I have, a, I have a I have a like an access card because it's you know it's like one of those big office buildings. Guys, and uh, yeah. the. The card mechanism won't work. You have to talk to the management people about why you need to be in your office. It's a whole, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't go to work today. Mm. Well, you would think working. Well, you know, you've got a small one running around. 
that uh, it doesn't work as well as as you might think. I know it. Well, luckily my wife's here too, and she can run interference. Like they watch me pretty close for my activity and whatnot in the system to make sure I'm working every other minute of the day. They're seeing me do something in the system. Oh, they can't. They can't just be like, yeah, he's getting his work done. Let's leave him alone. He'll hit his numbers by the end of the month, like I always do. Yeah, so that's my problem is that, you know, there isn't anybody to watch me like that. So I have no excuse for why I can't get up and do whatever the thing is. Cool. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because I still have to do the work. And so I just end up in my office at, you know, midnight, like doing stuff that I could have done at three o'clock. And it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, admittedly mine's eight so he's easily you know peeled off on other stuff so i i i feel for you it's fine i'm managing i've got a system now and my wife is home with the kids so it's probably not as bad as scotty is dealing with um because you know she doesn't have the ability to work remotely so there's not really anything else it's kind of hard to be an ER nurse virtually. Yeah. Although she did go do a shift uh, last weekend and uh, they don't have enough, well, anything. So that's fine. PPE. Talking about uh, Corona exposure. We, we just run on the assumption that we've all, we've got a public public school child and my wife's a nurse with no protective equipment. Like we've, that virus is, is, has been here with us for some time. I'm sure. Yeah, in Minnesota, they're they're estimating a forty to eighty percent exposure across the population. Oh wow! And we're we're relatively stoic and you know stick to ourselves. So I mean, I've been doing pretty good. I hear that vaping is uh, really good for for Corona combat. So yeah, I've I hope so because because I I got to refill my cylinder already, and I filled it at the start of the show. So I mean, you know. Well, yeah. brothers, um, just want to let y'all know that uh, if there are anybody listening to this here, we I would like to hear about if anyone's been actually affected by it. Uh, any brothers out there been actually affected by this uh, and like to talk about it in the subreddit? That'd be cool. Say, so, I I know my nephew got hit by. Do you guys it. know we have a subreddit. A brother. I should probably look at that. Man, I haven't checked. I I will not. Time. That is the For one thing who is not trading on, on Reddit, Reddit. I apologize. I haven't been on Reddit in a week. I I I will not go down that dark dimension because I own three vehicles that are hard to get parts for, and I just I I know that it, it, it'll be a hot mess as soon as I got on Reddit. Shit will just go sideways. You know what's cool is each one of those vehicles probably has its own subreddit, and they could. Yeah. I know. Cool I know. Yeah, well, they do because all three of them are cult vehicles. I mean, I've got I've got a Honda Element, an old nine forty four, and a. Victory Vision. They will have cult followings till there's no tomorrow. For sure. I, I I don't want to get sucked into that particular vortex of the internet. And then you there's Harlan. Clacking. Yes. Sorry. Forgot to hit the old mute button. Oh, you've been uh, talking? Well, we'll just need to address that. Yeah, so... Um, you're at home. Be sure anyways. to check out our our After Lodge subreddit. Um, <laughs> we will too. 
<laughs> you first, and then some, we'll get some on of there. us are on there. To be fair, after Lodge listeners, this is this is your fault. Nobody was doing anything on the subreddit for a while, and then we just kind of forgot about it. Yep. If you guys yeah. have been engaging us, we'd be. No, I can't. No, no, that, that that's y'all's fault. I, I, I'm the Luddite. No, 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 no. I, I signed on to Facebook to, you know, engage with our, our one guy who's my buddy who's on another Jitsi meet that I'm running. Not, not you, John. Well, no, John's, John's included anytime I'm blaming a group of people. See, I mean, Harlan, it's, it's quite possible they have been engaging us because we haven't been on there. So. Admittedly, admittedly, I'm Irish. I'm used to being blamed by, you know, you know, you all. I mean, that just, it, that's what we do. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's Everybody not us, else, it's by y'all. the time you hear this, I'm sure the pandemic will be over. I hope you lived. I'm, I'm sure by the time you hear this, it'll be a three administrations past. But, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll get there. You know, at the rate we're going with like, and such, maybe we might be three administrations back. And mm. on the next episode of the podcast, we tra- we hand it off to our kids because we're too damn old by the time right. it's published. Wait, that's that's like now. My kids will be much more entertaining than me. Admittedly, I think could do pretty good on here. Yeah, I mean... My, my, I like nature cat. My daughter is, uh, yeah, she could. So we've been doing this homeschooling thing, of course, because, you know, everyone is. And uh, it came, this week was technology week because they have like a technology class, but they do it with iPads because she's in kindergarten. Um, so one of her assignments, of course, my wife was like, oh, no, the technology stuff's your dad. Go uh, go down to his office and he'll do this with you. <laughs> so I sit her down at my computer and pull up this assignment. And it's like this sequencing thing because they're teaching computer science to kindergartners, which is really, really cool. And then I realized I had one of those uh, boomer moments when I discovered that my daughter didn't know how to use a mouse because <laughs> she's never used a mouse. Here, kid, here's a rotary dial phone. Call yeah. your mom. Now, yeah. now, in her defense, she picked it up in like two minutes and she was golden and doing her assignments and whatnot. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here watching her operate a mouse with two hands because, you know, she has to precisely place the pointer and then use the other hand to push the button while she holds the mouse with the free hand and drags things around and... uh so today when the assignment was building algorithms, because there's like the little monster and the fruit in a grid and you have to put the combination of arrows that would put the monster where it wants to go, that was all on paper. So I just printed it out and she wrote out her algorithms and I was happy that I didn't have to cringe watching a child of mine use a mouse with two hands. Oh, and then the continue dialogue came up and like she just reached out and poked my monitor and of course nothing happened. And then that that gave me another boomer moment. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be that old guy who's talking to my kids about you. Back in my day, we had hand operated peripherals. None of this like data jack in your head shit. None of this eyeballs. Right there. Yeah. None of that zero <laughs> link. Computers didn't have eyeball tracking. And yeah, brains didn't link into computers back in my well, day. 
We oh. had our computers on our desks, not mounted to our spinal column. Oh, and then three the monitors hooked up. Technology shit is I have I have two small children and children have imaginations and they invent games to play together. So I overheard my kids, they play Alexa where one of them pretends to be the Alexa and the other one says, "Alexa, play whatever song." <laughs> And then the other kid will either start singing that song or if my daughter's playing Alexa and she doesn't like it, she told my son, sorry, that song's not available. (laughs) And and then he goes, oh, man. And then play Herman the Worm. And like, I'm overhearing this in the other room and I'm just like pissing myself. Like, this is the funniest. And then by the time I thought I should record this because it's YouTube gold, they were off playing something else. But... (laughs) I, I just, yeah, I'm having a lot of like old guy watching kids with technology moments. Like this must be how Prometheus felt when he watched the monkey start a fire. He's like, mm. oh, oh, yeah, I messed up. I messed up real bad. Uh, yeah. Good times, Harlan. Yeah. So we'll see what uh, what they do with the technology. So at some point, if my daughter pops in on the show, it's because she hacked into Jitsi on her Kindle. <laughs> that that'll be a thing eventually. She'll be like, "Oh, you guys are boring." So, yeah, your time's coming, Scott. Oh, it's coming! I'm excited. Your your daughter will embarrass you with her command over technology superior to your own very soon, and it will make you sad. I have a three-year-old who operates handheld devices with more proficiency than I did when I got my first one, and I was, you know, twenty something. So, I yeah. look forward uh, to raiding in Azeroth with my youngster. It will still be here. Yeah, that's gonna be like that time that you did um, those those decision tree comic book things with your grandfather. What? Choose your own uh, adventures? Yeah. It's going to oh. it's going to be like that. Where she's going to be like this is fun because it's, you know, it's uh retro, but Yes, cuz World of Warcraft is retro. Well, whatever whatever the new thing is, I th- I'll probably be into it too. So, the new thing is nobody actually plays video games. They watch other people play video games. Oh, that kills me when I go into my son's room and he's sitting there watching people, (sighs) watching Minecraft videos on YouTube when he has Minecraft. Granted, he, you know, he learned, he can learn how to do stuff that he may not know how to do. He's, he's learned lots of little tricks doing that, but it's like, God, that sounds about as much fun as flattening my own balls with a wooden hammer. Uh, Admittedly, so, I've watched some streamers, but not for their gameplay, but for the personality. Uh, so I we thought we call I knew this porn. was a thing. Like I knew Twitch was a thing, and so on. But I, so I'm a nerd, and I've watched esports more than I'm proud to admit. But that's like you know, like the World StarCraft tournament, where it's like a competitive thing. I right. didn't know that people actually just watch random dudes play a game. Just not because he's like super good at it, just because it's too much work to play it yourself. I, I, I like I like Asmongold for a while, but he's not been I, streaming. 
I'm sorry. That's watching somebody else play a video game is like watching a video. Get the sensor button out. Watching a somebody play a video game is like watching somebody else off while they're watching yes. porn and not looking at the camera. Yeah. Not that I. Not that I dig it either way. But quit what? knocking Harlan's fetish, John. You know, John. Sometimes it's a lot of work to find the right material for manual expression and so if somebody else has already done it why not just watch them see i've been saying it so outsourcing uh, yeah okay i suppose from a project management management standpoint i, I mean stuff to determine if i wanted to get a game but i've never watched them for a game that i already own yeah i, I don't know I, I've become alarmed at learning in the past month or so that this is like a it's not just a thing. It's a really big thing. Like it's not just some random kids that have no life. It's a whole bunch of kids. And I guess I'm just old and don't understand. Also Twitch thoughts. Nope. Although admittedly I do go to baseball games and watch other people play baseball. So uh, Yeah, but but okay, you do that. Enough. So unless unless you're talking about get drunk there. Get unless you're talking baseball. about the 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 Cincinnati Reds you're you're um generally going to a baseball game because they're better at the game than you and so you're you're watching somebody yeah. display their skill. Right, like you're paying Well, well true. Keep in mind I live in Minnesota and we have the Vikings. That's true. And it's competitive. Like you're you're spectating on a competition. So, like, that's what I think of, like, when I'm watching the Koreans do 6,000 actions per minute in the World StarCraft tournaments. Like, that's that's just admirable to watch because somebody's, like, really talented. This isn't what I'm talking about. I'm no, just... I get that. that that's <laughs> professional league. You're watching Johnny Schmuckbucks in his basement build then, a box in Minecraft. And then you see my Twitch name. You're sending Johnny Schmuckbucks money. Like that's, I, I, I would sooner open an umbrella up my ass than partake in particular that. But the people make money. Like there's you people that make a lot of money. People pay for that. that, and that's awesome. I, I, that's I, I, I agree on the capitalization of it. I just don't understand it. I, yeah, just what. I mean, maybe we need to convert the After Lodge podcast, Bruce, into the After Lodge gaming yeah, stream. I was getting ready to say, do you know everybody who doesn't make money, Harlan? That's everybody doing this show right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we used to have somebody on here that said we need to start this and that and make money on it. And we, so you know, we, we could. We, we could. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, we've bantered about maybe doing that for philanthropic purposes a few times, but then I remember there's logistics and I'm going to have to do tax forms and crap. So we, we just don't. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing is like with our podcast, we're not monetizing it like some square people at a circle table, especially the peacock among their group, but we, we're not selling stuff. I mean, there's new podcasts that have been out for a year that are just like trying to like put out t-shirts and this and that and the other we can't that's not us i just i would be pissed if we did it i'm honest well i mean like we talked at one point about like what was it there was one that we, conversation we had about like making an after lodge pin and the profits we had to that we would donate to the uh the masonic condominiums and i don't i that i don't 
disagree with. I like that. I I, even, I would agree with that idea. But I mean, there was like, hey, you should open up a and, whatever fucking Nicky Nuts kept saying we should do. Uh, no, one of his big things was the Discord, what? and there is an After Lodge Discord. I what? I created it just for the shiggles one day while what he it was really is. We needed one. If we're being honest, the real reason we don't try to monetize the show is monetization is an absolute measurement of your worth to people. And yeah, we don't need to know how worthless we are. Yes. Say, I'm yes. worthless. <laughs> I know this. I'm comfortable. I'm self-aware. <laughs> I'm not. I, I couldn't handle the rejection, so we just don't. That's fair. Do what I do. Drink. And, and that way I could tell myself, you know, if we did this, there'd be a lot of money, but we're not because we're admirable and stuff. What not? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> listen. Hookers do it for money. I do it because I like it. There's a big difference. All right, fellas. None of us are making money right now. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, you, you probably are. I feel like you're always making money somehow. Not this week, brother. <laughs> not this week. <laughs> um, in fact, I made the mistake of. Really? Because I've seen a lot of, a, a lot of uh, lawsuit ideas popping up in my Facebook feed over the last week. <laughs> I feel like it might be a boon time for you. Yeah, but those are usually against the state, and those usually go uh, a little pear-shaped. I had to, uh, I had to be smart about checking my 401k, so I moved my firearm to a different floor before I logged in. Mm, see if you had one for every floor, it wouldn't be a problem. The good news is it wasn't as bad as I thought. Cue Scotty. It was far, far worse. Scotty's bad. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it's bad. But it'll come back. Yeah, that's what I tell myself. Like I I'm a millennial. I, I got time to recover sixty percent of my wealth. So the guy who was convinced yeah. he was gonna die on his thirtieth birthday. Look, I think I, I just I think it's all going to bounce back once business reopens uh, because the economy was doing just fine. I choose to believe that too, Scotty. I choose yeah. to believe that too. Um. Also, Santa Claus is coming in December, so no, I you know you honestly, yeah, they, Wait, they the Easter Bunny's coming next month, isn't he? No, Easter Bunny's on quarantine. Harlan, uh, he's coming in a Tyvek suit with a gas mask. Pull the trigger. No, no, that's, that's been exactly up the worst thing. Twenty minutes. minutes. I was just talking about how <laughs> Bruce told me to do it, guys. That's that's what my note says. It's Bruce time, brother. It. It's time. Yeah. <sighs> time Thank to, you. Time to smoke the pig for listening to episode two hundred thirty-nine yep. plus. Nope, it's what he said. After we offset whatever anniversary show of the after like, lockdown on, podcast. This is quarantine Harlan, uh, Good. signing off with my pals, somewhat quarantine, Bruce locked away, John, isolated quasi quarantine and, uh, uh, institutionalized Scotty. You can uh. find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. <laughs> You can hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, where we're now doing uh, Zoom group meetings and drinking together because this is the sad that our lives have become. You can hang out with us on uh, Reddit. Yeah, check us out on Reddit. Uh, yeah, on the After Lodge. Most, most of us. I'm not there. 
we're 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 gonna go ahead and uh, see if y'all been saying anything for the last like year. Um, so you sure you want to do that? I mean, if you are like I have to at some point, John. <laughs> if you've not yet <laughs> opened your four hundred one k account, please make sure to check out the National Suicide Hotline in the <laughs> other tab before you do so. Um, and until next week, brothers, you can find us well where we've been for the last week, locked in our homes, like you should be. <laughs> so we will see you on the other side. And uh, hashtag say the f- home. Yes, that be smart. Just uh, stay home. Persecute your masters and grandmasters for closing your lodge after the corona is. Or don't course. don't listen to him. Yeah, no, just just stay home. Bye, brothers. Later, Bye. Bye, brothers. Slunch